Well, that's exactly right. What we've done is we've taken the 360, we've added a DSP, and then we've... What happened to your eyes? That big eye. You don't need eyes to see. Song. And Chris Charles Martins. And I hope everybody had a great holiday, uh, great New Year's, great New Year's Eve. Everybody got trashed, had fun, did some fireworks, and it's all family. Cool stuff. It was fun. Yeah. Family it was great. Um, I wanted to ask you guys before we jump into the uh, the subject of today, uh, what was the one what was one cool thing you got for Christmas? Oh. Go ahead. Like you want to, no, good. You start off, buddy. Oh, yeah. I got this badass tool hoodie my mom surprised me with, and it's mm-hmm. got the 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 lining on the inside is the cover of the lateralist album like the yeah. fucking crazy skinned out dude or whatever and the fucking sim- it's it's incredible I that's amazing it, yeah she 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 surprised the fuck out of me so that was cool how that's is it ex- comfy extremely sick. it's it's insanely comfortable like cool. i don't even like wearing it because i don't want to fuck it up oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, the closet queen yeah you gotta hate those <laughs> I, I just i just stare at it longingly <laughs> it needs to get fucking colder again what the hell oh yeah, yeah dude texas Man, i was sweating balls way. today like working outside it's like it's fucking january 3rd or 4th <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know Pretty nuts. uh jazzy got me something very sick that i needed which is uh a wario themed wiimotes to replace the ones that i had on my switch or not we sorry what are they called joy cons uh yeah and the ones i had i'd had since i had the switch which has been years now and i use that thing daily so it's just been dilapidated and the everything's <laughs> like there's they have that stupid controller drift there's so much shit going wrong with it so super stoked on it that was a very awesome gift and the slides <laughs> and the magnets and shit they get fucked up over whatever dude they get busted yeah. so hard i don't know what it is but if like even if you do a semicircle arc with the actual joystick it gets yeah. caught up in like four different spots oh jesus like, actually affects gameplay massively so i was pretty stoked to see those all right that's, <laughs> that's awesome well, what color are they wario color so they're purple oh, and like yellow. that yellow yes dude. oh nice dude nice very badass because I always pick him anytime I can play a character. Because oh, I, yeah, I love, I kind of look. Yeah. Oh yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go, Wario. Squad <laughs> mustache. Yeah. <laughs> I love Wario. Man. Yeah. Uh, Joe got me a pretty sick um, gamer's chair for for working because I'm sitting all day. So oh nice. 
needed it, man. Back was killing me bad. I was gonna say, gotta protect the back at the ergonomic <laughs> or whatever the fuck they say. It's <laughs> no, it's still leather. My ass is still sweating. My ass and my balls are still sweating like crazy. Oh, that sucks, man. Right out. <laughs> <laughs> Double edged sword, man. I'll take it. No, hey, my back. Baking a chicken in that chair, buddy. Rotisserie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My dad built me a custom chest, which was fucking too. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. Very awesome. He put a lot of work into it, but I had to leave it behind because we didn't have enough room in the car. And like traveling with a baby is just fucking nuts. The car was already full showing up. So there's like, I'll have to like make a specific trip just to go pick it up. But it is what it is. But yeah, dude. Uh, having a, a custom chair that you can actually not have a broken back that you sit in all day is such a yeah. game changer completely. Very important. Very important. Yeah. Huge. The last one I had, it broke on me. Like the back part, you know, when you, you try to like lean yeah. back and just, yeah. fuck, you know, so <laughs> give it to Bryce though. He wanted it. So, Hey, there you go. Win, win. Yeah. That <laughs> won't be a, a massive medical bill over time. <laughs> back. <laughs> he's rubber right now so it's all good you're right dude he can build <laughs> he's rubber as fuck he's got the posture of a folding chair <laughs> he does it's crazy dude it's crazy man dude he's doing yoga in his sleep he didn't fucking know it man I've seen some shit he's doing I'm like wow I have no idea how he got to that fucking formation Wakes up <laughs> doing cartwheels and <laughs> yeah man like, like, ha- like, like torso like halfway off the bed legs laying on the floor top torso just laying up top arm sprayed this sprawled this it's like like how do you sleep this way this is crazy <laughs> it's fucking insane Dude, if i'm man. one inch out of the exact same way i have to sleep every night my everything's <laughs> fucked up the next day everything <laughs> <does> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah okay. and then I, and I move a lot when i sleep too so that's another problem Ugh, oh annoying. yeah the tossing and turning dude tossing turning <laughs> well, on this episode we're gonna be talking about it's probably the most experimental episode we've ever done before yeah, for sure De- um, definitely very and, different and very different yeah so i just i just thought it was a cool idea it's not mother's day obviously but like i just thought it'd be cool for us to gather three songs that are favorites of our moms and talk about them on the show so it's a great idea it's it's a weird one and it's a it's an interesting <laughs> one i'd say because i see I, honestly I have my it, it was kind of it was kind of a relief. I didn't have to pick fucking three songs that I, you know what I mean? It's like, no, right, oh, I yeah. like, heard you at this time. Nice. It was nice to throw the burden back on mom for a while, you know? Hey, <laughs> they need to be babied every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, moms. Plural. Moms. <laughs> I doubt any of you are listening to this, but uh, if you do, we really appreciate it. So. Uh, of course, yeah. I know, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be somewhat good <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's funny just that you say that i was even like man i uh i've never reserved myself this much on a podcast i don't think <laughs> but i think i'm going to you know just a little bit there's That's some fun. shame when it comes to mom's judgment yes That's and true. i want to work i just I'm, I'm good with words i'll figure it out <laughs> yeah, <I'll work> <laughs> i thought was especially cool is i couldn't exactly tell you guys what my mom's top three favorite i had songs. no fucking idea whenever y'all came up with that i was like wow i really have like no fucking i'm over here thinking like the <laughs> musical she used to watch back in the day you know like right, I, right, right. I, yeah. I really had no idea <clears throat> or like you I know mean, the church probably... hymns they would always sing sorry go ahead yeah yeah and i mean i thought i knew and i got them all wrong uh but you just go by what you think she likes by judging by what she listens to and just say yeah yeah one of those has got to be your favorite I was like, well, shit, I didn't know that you also jammed this, which I also jam and could have been jamming as favorite songs at the same time. <laughs> so pretty cool. There is one that I really like by my mom. The other two are just not really my style, but I can understand why she enjoys them. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what you kind of want, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, uh, you guys, uh, Tron, are you going to do the music tonight, or you want me to do it? Yeah, I'll, I got it handled. Okay. Well, cool. who wants to go first? Uh, let me just go ahead and get the good one out that I got. <laughs> the really, we start, really are we starting from three, actually, right? Well, I'm just, you know, it's really no specific. She just gave me three songs that she Same. used to love listening oh, to when okay, she was growing right. up. So it's really no specific order for me. Right on, right on. Mine either. Mine didn't go in order at all. And so I'm going with the one that I actually really like, too, first. And so mine is Lion Eyes by the Eagles. This one's pretty this is kind of i expected eagles song from my mom it's like we loved them we went and saw them in concert it was fucking amazing in 2014 like a three-hour show brought out like some members from the the original band that had already left to play like some of the older songs like a Damn. like i was saying a bluesy kind of version of witchy woman that was fucking awesome yeah um and yeah yeah and this song came out on september 8th 1975 man and this was like their first major major hit like of course, you know, they had um, that harmonizing one. I think it's the song that the dude hates in The Big Lebowski. <laughs> I'm, almost, <laughs> I'm almost positive that was their first, like, take it. This easy. was like their first. No, it was. Um, fuck. It's like. I thought, was, I thought he was playing Hotel California in, in Big Lebowski. No, it's it's uh, the one where they're harmonizing. It's like, I can't think of the damn song. It's like off their first or second album. Something with the bridge. It's a, It's actually a cover. They didn't even write it. it, it they, Peaceful, they, they, I love that feeling. song. Peaceful. Sounds awesome. <laughs> oh, is it peaceful? Yes, yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because it's a hilarious song to get pissed off at. Yeah, that, peaceful, that's easy feeling. Part. I fucking hate this band. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so, and of course he's just he's the dude. So, <laughs> but yeah. this song, Lion Eyes, I actually really like this song a lot. It's a good story, uh, really good lyrics, written by Don Henley, Glenn Frey, of course. Uh, wrote incredible songs for the eagles i'm a huge eagles fan i know they're not everybody's cup of tea the dude especially but <laughs> I, uh, contrary to how we feel I, I i think we were talking about it during the song but i think we're all i can't find sure. a song i just like from them to be honest it's just uh, such good songwriting such amazing harmonies like yeah what it's to dislike it is just because they're too good it's like hating dude. tom brady dude it's the, what the last <laughs> album. Oh, hating Tom Brady. It's like, yeah, but he's just so good at what he does. He's he piece of shit. Yes. <laughs> is, it, is it is the song from Lebowski "Peaceful Easy Feeling"? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Chris said that a second ago. He was. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, you're good. It was. Yeah, I love the Eagles. That, that, as soon as you said, I was like, "Yep, that's it. That's the one." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but uh, this song is is really good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, oh, I was gonna say what, their only album I don't care for is their last one. It's kind of when they were all fucking strung the fuck out, yeah, and out, yeah. and everything. So like, yeah. they and they took them like a year and a half to record the last album, which you know the last three albums they knocked out in like four or five months or something. Yeah, right. so it was a whole shit show. But all their like one of these night or the one of these nights album that this album is on, oh, yeah. I believe. Um, 
it dude that whole album has nothing but good tracks and then we were mike and i were listening to this uh, rock playlist i think i've told y'all about the 70s rock playlist on spotify and this other one came on that was all instrumental from their second album i'll have to look up the name but it's very almost like operatic like i'm watching a spaghetti western almost at times the way the music it it feels like it's like i should be watching a movie the way the music sounds i'll find it and send it to y'all later it's it it was really surprised the shit out of me and i've never heard it before you are right though mike it is uh one of the one of these nights that's the album thank you thank you yeah that that whole album is just fucking incredible it is yeah front to back incredible album uh great storytelling too in their songs this is these guys were great at uh, yeah, for sure. Back when they, yeah. you know, would tell stories and songs. I feel like you right. don't hear that as often today. Right. No, no, I agree. Yeah, it was kind of like that. Um, you know what you what I want when I watch like, you know, Jeremiah Johnson, whatever. I, that that sort of yeah. traveling blues, but like uh, it has a story to it. And a lot of Eagles songs have that sort of story to it. And I, I love it. I mean, one of the one of the ultimate ones is definitely Hotel California. It's a of great course. story. It's a super psychedelic, but I love it. But yeah, I love it that. Will never leave. I don't want to leave. <laughs> but I want to leave. Does not sound fun, actually. I don't I want to leave. Drugs, the drugs sounded cool, but drugs <laughs> sounded cool. <laughs> but yeah, that that that's uh, pick number one for me. Lion Eyes by the Eagles. You just can't go wrong. Ten out of ten, baby. Or for my mom. Pick for my mom. Yeah. Right. Great choice. You want to do it, Jeremy? You want to take next? Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, here's one I, I, I don't think I've ever heard before. Uh, I might have, maybe in a bar. I had, a, I've had it heard in a bar. But my mom's pick is, uh, I guess, I guess number one or whatever. But like a three dog night. Uh, never been to Spain. And they sure know how to use it They don't abuse it Never gonna lose it I can't refuse it mm-hmm. Well, i never been to England But I kinda Well, I, um, I'm not, you know, I'm not super familiar with Three Dog Night. I know Three Dog Night, obviously. I know, you know, Mama Told Me Not to Come. It's a great song. But I don't really know a lot about them, really. Uh, so when my mom told me, uh, she gave me her three picks. She said this song, and I'm like, I have no idea what this even is. But Joe <laughs> knew what it was. And I we started listening love to this it. song. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this is a really great song. It's, it's, it's like perfect for like getting wasted to like a karaoke bar or some shit oh yeah like Perfect. everybody sings this at the bar too you know what i mean when it comes oh, on it's yeah just, it's got that, that really cool groovy driving vibe to it man i like it it, it yeah. does it's got a really killer like uh dire straits like solo in it it's really cool like once it gets past like you know when he talks about i've never been to heaven and all that stuff and, and it yeah. hits that solo and it's, there's like two like really awesome solos in it. they're really like um minimal but they're also super yes. sexy and but really great solos though but yeah, it's a really fun song great guitar tone uh they definitely <laughs> classic of the era and great lyrics too man never been to heaven but i've been to oklahoma they tell me i was born there but i really don't remember and it just yeah. was like was it 
Oklahoma or Arizona. He's like, what does it matter? Who gives a shit where I was born? <laughs> Doesn't matter who I was born, dude. Yeah. I'd rather just talk about the places I haven't been and talk about how yeah, great they yeah. be, which is cool. Really I love cool. the idea of it. I love the idea of this type of song where it's like, I've never been to that place, but it sounds pretty sick. <laughs> to get out there. I agree. <laughs> and like, you know, I've never been to Spain and, you know, uh, the I kind of like the music and the, the laser seemed pretty insane there. <laughs> you know, to use it, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of like you know like for me at least um, <clears throat> I know Tron you've kind of, you've got out of you've been out of country and stuff but I've never been, and it's kind of like watching like you know back in the day when we were kids watching like um, uh, oh fuck what was that show uh, like like now I forget what it's called it was on E the E Channel with the the attractive uh, oh the Hispanic wild lady. oh yes and she would go to places and like wild like, on. crazy sure. wild on yeah it's it wild yeah, yeah. we watching that stuff or like watching like you know. With Brooke uh, Burke, I think was that her fucking something name? Something like that. Brooke Burke, I think you're right. I used to watch it all the time. Watch... She's just so insanely hot. Like it's just. Yes. Like, and then she would always God. hit up like she would always hit up like spring break too. I'm like I gotta see all the hot chicks in spring break, man. But yeah. um, and I I remember watching like uh you know what what with Robin Leach watching that rich and famous show with all the houses and stuff like that. And always wanting to go to those places, man. It was it was always so fascinating to me. It's kind of like, and it's kind of a uh, I kind of feel like that's kind of where he's coming from. It's like. I've always heard these things. I love to go, but I've also been told I've been born in, uh, <laughs> I've been born in Oklahoma or Arizona, <laughs> you know, and kind of like the Beatles, but I kind of, I've never been to England, but I kind of like them. And well, yeah. I headed for Las Vegas, but I only made the needles. <laughs> Can you feel it? You know, stuff like that. <laughs> right. You know? and it's, just, it's like, as far as I go, like, it's like, you know, I go to Galveston. It's like, as far as I go, usually I've never really gone too much further, really, you know? So yeah. I've never really, done too much in my life but it kind of feels like that kind of song that's where i think a lot of people can really get into this song and have the same sort of feels you know i'd like I to think feels, three dog sorry. night had the uh ended up having the fortune and fame to tour or travel to spain and play this song in spain would be sick i have no idea but it would be no awesome i mean they were pretty popular it feels like that would be so too. too far out of the realm of possibility to me no yeah. i don't think so either I mean, you get, did you guys watch that CCR? Uh, it's not really a documentary, but when they go to like uh, England for the first time or Italy, it's on Netflix. Uh, I don't think no, I haven't it, seen it. They go to Italy or England or whatever, man. And they've never, they've never been anywhere out of country before. And like, they're like, they, it was like a total <laughs> trip to them. And it's really, it's, it's mostly just a live show. Yeah. And it's a really great live show, but like, um, yeah, it's kind of, I mean, kind of like, like something like that too. But uh, yeah, it's, I just, that was really fun. And, and my mom, uh, I, I thought I knew her. I, I thought I was talking to Mike about this before, and and, and you too, Tron. I thought I knew everything my mom liked. But I <laughs> Apparently never not. So. Apparently not. But it sounds like my, it sounds like my, <laughs> my mom's alley, though. So there you go. yeah, yeah. And the ones that my mom picked too don't come as a surprise, but at the same time they do because I right. wouldn't think she would pick them as favorites per se. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you want me to kick off her first one, <laughs> please. All right, boys. The first one is Sunglasses at Night by Corey Hart. I'm 
so that is a track I absolutely adore too. And I had no idea my mom liked, but it makes sense because Corey Hart was Canadian and a lot of my mom's tastes in music in the eighties specifically, she was in Canada at the time and you wouldn't believe right. what the fuck Corey Hart did to Canada with this song. <laughs> <laughs> Blew like, the fucker wide open. <laughs> it sounded the eighty sound of this song and the synths and the and the. He brought he brought the multiple bracelets and the attitude of wearing sunglasses at night to Canada, and they didn't know how to turn around. And also a black, a plain black T-shirt with a pocket, possibly tucked into acid wash jeans. One hundred. That is Canadian as fuck. No belt. (laughs) (laughs) No belt to be seen. No belt, no belt. <laughs> Fuck the belt, though. Don't don't worry about the no get belt. The scr- yeah, get the scrunchie on the sides too, so you get some stretch. Yeah. <laughs> right? They don't need a belt. They just need sunglasses at night. <laughs> so apparently, I was like, "What the hell is this song even about?" Why? I've always wondered my entire life. And this, I is- thought he was just fucking high on coke or something. I didn't want people to see his. <laughs> now that is very possibly what it is, but he describes it as wearing his sunglasses as to stay willingfully ignorant of his lover's unfaithfulness. Ah, uh, that's very so, Canadian. Oh, so there's yeah, the metaphor. Metaphor, <laughs> we know this is... A little a- on your nose, bro. Like, it's literally <laughs> resting on your nose like sunglasses. Also, also, <laughs> to keep, also to keep track of the visions in my eyes. <laughs> reflect them back into his fucking brain. Uh, so, it's so bad, but I love everything about it. <laughs> on and in your nose. And this was the biggest thing to happen to Excuse Kendrick me. time. And of course, that yeah. had to have had a massive impact of being like in your early 20s in Canada in 1983 and the right. 80s have finally fucking taken over. So, yeah, I love this damn song. I didn't know Me my too. mom loved it as much as she enough to pick it as a top three. So, hell yeah. <laughs> awesome choice. <laughs> I love I love yeah, So I, uh, I wear my more. glasses at night so I can so I can forget the, my name while you collect your claim. Yeah, <laughs> dude. He's, I was yeah, he, he's talking about yeah, I was, getting some dick. Yeah, he was, <laughs> put the shades on. The dicks. <laughs> and I was, it was, um, I was thinking like, I was thinking like Tron, like, because a lot of the songs from the '80s don't really, they just songs that they just made, like they, they have no rhyme or reason, rhythm, uh, reason to them, right? And like, I, I have specifically a memory of like listening to the very first uh, Judas Priest album. And uh, I'm a big Drew's Priest fan, uh, to a point, obviously. But like, uh, it was like, uh, like songs that like a like a like a 16 year old would write, like like I'm a monster of rock, rock, you know, something that makes no sense. <laughs> Coming through your city like a monster, shit like that, that makes no sense. And right. shred. I'm like, right. but th- kind of this is what this reminded me of. This is obviously a tad deeper than that, but uh, <laughs> I love this song a lot. I've always loved this song. Yeah, it yeah, I'm surprised there was more of a meaning to it. I, I literally thought the guy was just on drugs all the time. It's like, ah, yeah, yeah. I, 100%. That's th- that's exactly what I thought. He that yes. Why else would you wear sunglasses at night in yeah, real life? That's what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> so I think right. that's a little double connotation there. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you when you hear the words like to keep track of the visions in my eyes, I'm like, this dude's totally like coked out. He is coked out. Words on glasses. This motherfucker yeah. is tripping. Hey, guys, guys, nuts guys, off. guys, guys, <laughs> one, one can do both. One can do both. He can be a cuss while on drugs. True. He can do both. <laughs> we shouldn't be limiting things here, bros. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Huh? He can be cucked out and drugged out at the same time. We shouldn't be like wearing, <laughs> yeah. wearing it during the day. I mean, it makes more sense, right? But I don't know. 
Sometimes yeah, I, I, I cooler. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm glad we died. All I gotta say is the, the Nile is a terrible thing. So it is. <laughs> sorry, for guy. You have a coke yeah, problem. I mean, wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You got a chick and a coke problem. You got a chick Please. and a coke problem. Yeah. <laughs> Fix both. Don't switch, yeah, don't switch the blade. Down, homie. Get it there's, together, Corey. There's the episode title, Cucked and Coked Out. Cucked and Coked Out. Thanks to our moms. Yeah, this is a song about our moms. (laughs) (laughs) For a podcast. Oh, Oh, my God. Supposed to Uh, hold back. Too much. OD to our moms, right? And I'm only on beer, too. You hear that, Mom? Seriously. I'm sorry. Let's let's get on to the next song, Mike. All right, Mike. See you next week, buddy. Oh, man. Oh, God. Hang on. I got to pull it up. Okay, so this one is... I'm not a huge fan of this band, but they did have some popular songs back in the day. It is If You Leave Me Now by Chicago. I know a lot of Chicago's other stuff, but this song I, I re- really recognize from South Park immediately. And then I looked it up too, and it's in fucking oh god, what did I say? I totally forgot. Oh, it's in Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto Five, whatever Trevor brings back the, a kidnap a kidnapped wife. <laughs> <laughs> and so the song is so off putting for that, but it seems perfect for Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's a very light rock song too. For uh, oh yeah, very easy listening. Yeah, what we're saying, uh, we're talking about Chicago could play some actually really great technical music as a band. Like uh, we were saying, the what was it, twenty five or six to four? Twenty five or six to four, yeah, that's it. Is a like pretty nicely technical jam. This is a jam, dude. Technically, it's like a a math metal song. Yeah, and this (laughs) is more like a a mash metal song, (laughs) like the intro to mash. But uh, Bryce played. I showed this guy. I think the video to you guys, but Bryce played this. Uh, but he played the first. Well, not this. Uh, twenty-five, six, uh, and four, or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. He played the the first part of that uh, at one of his band concerts. He killed it, man. Nice. So, oh, that's badass. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, Chicago does kick some ass, dude. I agree. Uh, yeah, and this is this, this, this is called. Sorry. Go this is, what's it called, Mike? I'm sorry. Please don't go. Uh, if you leave me now. If you leave me now. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, if you leave me now by Chicago, it's off there. Album Chicago X, Chicago 10, I'm assuming. I don't know. Yeah. I uh, came out in July yeah. 1976. Oh, so wow. For some reason, I thought it was a little earlier than that, honestly. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, no, I, it, you know, I'm not the – this one's not one of my favorites by them, but it's not – a like I said earlier, it's not a bad song in any way. I just – it's it's a little too downbeat for me. Yeah, and a little too sweet. It's like, oh, shucks, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I mean, it songs like yeah. this are probably in that age – you know, or era for I think because my mom's got another one in there too that's probably like that. And I think from that era, music or like too. a yeah, mom, 70, a mom yeah. listening to love songs in that era when they were younger. <sighs> there's sentimental right. value for sure. 
Attached. Yeah, so I guess back in 76, she was probably a sophomore in high school, I believe. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't want to know what or my junior? mom's sentimental value to sunglasses at night is, but it's probably <laughs> these songs probably do impact our moms like personally in some way. Something they're right. going through at the time and attached to that. I the and, next song I have for my mom is very close to the song. So Oh right on. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, this song won a fucking Grammy for best arrangement accompanying vocalist. Uh, I believe the, it for the arranger um, and best pop vocal performance by a duo group or chorus. So it was fucking hugely popular. It was, it was their first Grammy. Wow. Jeez. Okay. That's pretty cool. I mean, it was sorry. This is this is seventy six, right? Yes. Okay. So like like around like what was what do you what would you think like uh, seventy four to seventy eight maybe like a lot of these bands these these big jam band group bands uh, they had they had a similar style but they were always like really like talented musicians and uh i'm surprised that you know a lot of them did or did not get grammys because a lot of them like you know the band i'm going to talk to you guys next about you know these guys really uh put everything together it's like six or eight dudes you know putting all the stuff together it's pretty amazing at the time and they're all probably like a little younger than us or our age at the time when this came when they put this shit out so it's very impressive it must I mean, say yeah. something to win an award then for that while there were so many bands doing <laughs> maybe it. that's yeah, it no say shit. a lot about what chicago was probably bringing to the table at the time that we just don't have the context of like listening right. to that style at this yeah. point i guess and i mean I, I guess it was always about number one hits and who was the best because this was number one in england and the u.s you know wow. and yeah. and but nowadays it feels more like a popularity contest kind of more than anything, yeah, but it still too. goes off stream stream just because I don't like the music that wins. Doesn't mean that it's not popular. You know what I mean? Right. Oh yeah, I agree. And, yeah. and I wanted to say too, this band has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players that played on this album <laughs> and, yeah, and three more additional personnel on certain songs. Like that's just Ooh. insane. And <laughs> every one of them bad. says backing vocals next to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's insane. It's just so many goddamn harmonies. You can't get enough harmonies. So many microphones. <laughs> right. So many wires. But yeah, right. no, that that was that was my second pick for for my mom's song or her her pick. And I I I, I, I still kind of like it. It's just a little too downbeat for me and happy. <laughs> <laughs> we all seek different things out of the music. Book, you know? <laughs> but it's it is a good song. I, I can recognize it's that. It's a for nice. Sure. It's a very nice song. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pick. I'll, I'll uh, tell you guys my next pick. My mom's next pick is, uh, of course, I didn't know I see, didn't see this coming, but I didn't know the song, which is it's a song by Boston called "A Man I'll Never Be." assume that you know uh, a lot of us here are, are also boston fans probably thanks to our moms or our dads dads too. uh growing up um sure. you know we're all 
we're all the same age. So, you know, our parents are, well, they're not all the same age, obviously, but they grew up in a time where we, we all heard the same sort of music. And uh, right. uh, I will say specifically, um, the self-titled album of Boston from 76 is one I heard a lot in the house. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, hell, you still hear the jams on the radio all the time. And on the radio a lot, too, yeah. But with one of my my mom's favorite, I even got my mom for her birthday uh, three years ago. I got her holographic uh, yeah. vinyl. That's, That's uh, the badass. Self-titled album. Very killer. Was, so this song definitely didn't come as a surprise to you. <laughs> Well, the the band obviously, but the song I had no idea. I never, I don't remember ever hearing this song before. This came out, I think, in the second album they did called uh, "Don't Look Back" in '78. So, um, yeah, wasn't I wasn't really sure. But you start, you know, if you you know Boston, you know it's Boston immediately. So right. Um, but I, the song's kind of the, I wasn't really sure because I mean, you guys never, heard, I guess, Mike's heard it before. It sounds never, like it's the first time. And I've heard, I felt like every major hit they, and this must be a major hit of theirs, right? I would assume so, but I'm not exactly sure. I didn't did any research on it. Uh, but, um, you know, it's a kind of a bummer of a song. I mean, like, you know, uh, I was trying to figure out whether or not it's struggling with, with an addiction or maybe he's talking about his father or being a better, like, because he, he talks about, like, if only I could find a way I'd feel feel like I'm a man you believe I am. I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting harder. It's kind of weird. It's getting harder every day for me. It's, it's to hide behind the dream. You see a man I'll never be, which is really, it's a, it's a, it's a strong a song. song, solid yeah. song with lyrics in it. You know, it's basically talking about like, if I said what's on my mind, you turn and walk away, disappearing way, uh, way back in your dreams, you know, stuff like that's pretty brutal. I wasn't really sure what to think about it, but it was like, it's weird. Cause like in the song later on in the song, the songs, like, like three minutes, 40 seconds, whatever, there's some poppy kind of like uh, upbeat stuff in there every once in a while. But like, mm-hmm. it's for the most part, it's kind of a very morose sort of, uh, you know, uh, uh, what we, I forgot the word all of a sudden, but like, you know, somber. Um, somber. Yeah. Uh, somber song with depressing. like some great. Yeah. Well, I mean like, um, I didn't get a depressing uh, vibe to me. If I hadn't been, it's like a ballad the, almost. Yeah. yeah ballad. I'm thinking of, yeah. yeah. Ballad, that's what I was thinking of, big, big drum. Uh, but um, it's got the classic, you know, uh, the classic uh, uh, Boston solos in it. It's got a classic Boston feel. Definitely. Great, great, uh, great vocals um, in an ensemble, which is Boston's one of those great bands that have like eight or ten dudes in it too. Oh, yeah. That are just killer. For the, for the record, yeah, it's crazy. I remember yeah. they didn't even tour for like the first two years because they were still putting the like – the first album, they the guitarist and the singer basically wrote everything and just hired studio musicians, but they didn't really have a band. <laughs> I just thought that was fascinating. Wow. They got like number one records fucking already, but they haven't even toured right. once yet. It just blows my mind. And that's kind of what I was like, talking a little bit before with, with, with Mike's pick, with Mike's mom's pick with Chicago. You know, with Chicago, we have, you know, we have uh, Boston, we have Journey, you know, we have Three Dog Night. We have all these bands, are these huge uh, bands, with, with I would, which I always consider uh, jam bands. Right. Um, and right. you have these, you know, uh, these these bands that have like, a ton of talent involved with them, and uh, they do at times they do sound like even like REO Speedwagon or something like that. They, they sound similar, but they they ha- they're def- they're defined enough where you can pick them apart. Um, but it was like the era. This was like the era for this man. It was it was crazy. Like after like after the eighties, you didn't see a ton of bands like this anymore. They kind of started yeah. dying out. You know. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, it, everything changed. It just went grunge in the 90s, you know? Yeah. Right. So like, yeah, hey, yeah. let's get lazy about doing You guys are trying too hard. Check this right. out. They went from cocaine yeah. to heroin. 
slows things down a lot, it turns out. And let's put this motherfucker in drop B. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's but, uh, a solid song. I, I, I enjoy it. Yeah, I, seven minutes. So a ballad, I think, is... is uh, Damn, yeah. appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> that's an odyssey. Right, <laughs> fucking epic. You know, I I I, I was thinking to my mom. I, I knew, uh, uh, you know, my mom's a. I think you guys know this too, because I've said it before several times. But she's a huge Fleetwood Mac fan, so I knew that was going to be a thing. But you know, you know, I knew Boston possibly could be a thing. But she had so many other picks. She, she could have picked. Um, you know, she's a big fan of Pantera as well. You know, she could have yeah. just picked Stevie Nicks by herself too. Uh, I wrote down a note on here saying, and I wanted to say it before, but I, I was going to wait till after, but. 100% thought and would have bet my ass that a Fleetwood what Mac song would or Stevie would Nicks have made it. Oh, the yeah, most mom rock sure. thing of all time and I adore fucking Fleetwood Mac I thought for sure was going to make the list by now and I'm surprised it hasn't right right I, well, I, I didn't think my mom was going to pick Mariah Carey because my mom was a huge Mariah, Mariah Carey fan oh, it shit. never happened so you know but uh, yeah, wow. well, she could definitely surprised me with this list. I was like, it's a, it's a good list. She's like, right now? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> she blew up some pretty great bangers, man. So, yeah. Hell yeah. That's my mom's second pick. Good choice. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm up. Um, so my mom's next choice uh, is a strange one for a somewhat religious person. Not really religious, somewhat religious. Uh, Losing My Religion by R.E.M. This was an extremely surprising choice for me. I know that uh, me and my brother and my dad and my mom, the whole family, we were together. I remember this album and would play all the time. And I remember dancing like a lunatic in the living room to it because I. And it's the softest three chord song ever. <laughs> it had a mandolin in it, and I just thought that was sick. And then I remember I the, the mandolin. Music, the music too, video man. was so sick, and the point behind it. Uh, not necessarily by, you know, strict definition, losing my religion. Uh, I think the way it's supposed to be interpreted in many ways is like losing my foundation uh, in any sort of way, like not necessarily right. strictly by religion. But uh, REM, yeah. I mean, Michael Stipe is a brilliant fucking artist, I think. Uh, came out I with agree. some great beats. I guess he hasn't done much lately in the past 15 years or so, but uh, – and he I have not need to. Like, they yeah. made – they had to make – Lose a fucking money in the '90s, like holy yeah, shit! Yeah. I just rem I remember them being everywhere as a kid. You know what I mean? Just hearing about REM yeah, too, all the time. He's <clears> one <throat> one of those dudes too that like all the musicians I really love all reference Michael Stipe as like the motherfucking man. Like he is That's the dude, and I've I've never understood fully why, even though I think he's a great songwriter. But I'm like. What is it they see in him? Or maybe I'm not digging deep enough into his shit. But I think I, he's probably, always, I think he's just what I've seen. I think he just seems like a very good, very nice and good person. Could be. 
And maybe, uh, maybe just like, like a, one of those pure artists, you know, like Bowie types yeah. and stuff like that. You yeah. know what I mean? That just yeah. are just so driven. You know, even Trent Reznor and stuff, Maynard, for instance. Oh, they're just yeah. so driven just to kind of that's what they have to do, you know. They're drowned in the fuck in the art itself to where that's and right. It possibly very giving as well. So that yeah. would also help. Yeah. I mean, you have to be to share your art. I yeah. agree. Yeah. But this was a huge hit. Uh, a lot of REM songs huge were massive, hit. massive in the early uh, yeah. 90s. We're playing I remember this video song. all the time. This fucking music. Uh, and I yeah. liked it, but it's just like, like I said, the break, he's just interpreting dancing while yeah. someone's <laughs> flicking a light switch yeah. on and off or something. <laughs> it's so weird. But it, it, it's moving. You get, you know, I think that around the time he came out as being gay, right? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, I believe so. And so I always thought that that tied into it for him. Like, I don't know why. Maybe it was just reported that way back then, and that's why I'm remembering that way. Well, I mean, well, maybe in a trancing, couple years. Oh, trancing all, trancing all, like, you know, a foundation. I mean, that has to be all those things involved. Sure, like, yeah. His yeah. foundation of, like, who people thought of him, like, what people thought, you know, everything has to be involved. His ideas and his the way he's going to speak out about everything. I mean, that's a, that was sure. a big thing back in the 90s. Yeah, it's, yeah, for 20 sure. years later, it gave it us uh, Lotus Flower from Radiohead, so... Uh, yeah. With interpretive dance and video. <laughs> <laughs> I love that video too. Tom York, so good. Or Michael Stipe evolved into Tom York. <laughs> yeah, dude. that's where he's been. <laughs> right in front of our faces and pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I adore this song. I have ever since I heard it when I was a kid. Uh, many REM songs, uh, Orange Crush. Superman. I, so, yeah, dude, there was so much goodness that came out of this band. But they also came, came out with shiny happy people, time, dude. I know, and I hate that song. Sorry, shiny happy. I love it. Yeah, shiny used... happy people is a rough one to get get out, and that, that used to play nonstop too. So, I, uh, and I used to, I used to really like the oh god, everybody hurt song, but over time that one's kind of waned on me. And every time it comes, on, I'm like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 but they're they're an incredible band, a great fucking song pick, man. Yeah, I was yeah, hugely surprised by it again. But yeah, that was hers, uh, her second one. So thank you, uh, Tron's mom. Yeah, <laughs> brings me back, brings me right back. <laughs> All right, buddy. Oh yeah, my I guess last one. So this this was definitely more in line with what I thought my mom would pick just because I remember her listening to Barbara Streisand and Neil Diamond, all that like she had all the, the vinyls. And so this is a song called You Don't Bring Me Flowers by Neil Diamond featuring uh, Barbara Streisand. You couldn't wait to love me. You used to hate to leave me. So yeah, um, like I said, I remember my mom had all the Funny Girl, Barbara Streisand movies. Uh, she was just loved all of that. I think my dad did too. They were both singers, so they just really enjoyed all of that side of it. And she had all the Nil Diamond records and Barbara Streisand, like so many. Now I think they're all like half price books somewhere. Oh no! <laughs> well, especially Neil Diamond, dude. I've seen so oh, much Neil Diamond. Fuck all the time. All the, all time, the fucking dude. time. Yeah. 
Um. Anyway, so it's, it's like, like it's like uh Loretta with what, what's his name. Every every fucking place I go to uh, in uh, in antique malls to get vinyls, it's Loretta, oh, Loretta Lynn, Lynn and, George, and the other guy. Oh, is it George Jones? No, no. George no, Jones not, is Tammy uh, Wynette. Tammy yeah. Wynette, yeah. But uh, Loretta Lynn, I have a uh, an album with him and her, and he that that shit's everywhere. It's like it's just right. the the massive amount of printed copies of that fucking album. Right, Those right next to Dean insane. Martin's Houston and the, <laughs> uh, Mormon Mormon Tabernacle, fucking yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> but I had never heard this song before, for sure. No, I, I hadn't I? either until last night. And this is not my style. Um, it's I'm not really into show tunes as much, kind of, and it's very operatic in that way. It but is. it's, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's an epic-sounding song, you know what I mean? Like, if, although I agree. It feels like it, it and so interestingly enough, um, it was a song written by Neil Diamond with Alan and Marilyn Bergman. It was for a TV show, All That Glitters. It was only 45 seconds long, but the wow. show's creator changed the concept of the entire show, so the song was no longer needed. <laughs> Neil then added three minutes and 17 seconds to it, Jesus and the Christ. Bergmans helped with the lyrics, and then he approached Barbara Streisand with it, and it was a massive fucking hit. Oh, wow. shit. <laughs> I believe it, though. Yeah, I believe and it. To, get, to get Babs on there, too. Oh, I mean, she's it was on... Beast, oh, sorry, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. and at the time, she was just so wildly popular. It was on her, her most popular album, Songbird. Ah, okay. That's how it made its way in. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's just not really my style of music, but it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, interesting's fair. Uh, even well, Neil we'll Diamond, is the duet, the duet style music is... And uh, I kind of love Neil Diamond's talking kind of singing <laughs> yes. that he kind of does. Yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> There's an era of man like that with the Dylan and Springsteen and the you know the Tom Jones. Tom, Tom Jones could belt some fucking yeah. tunes though. I'll give that guy credit. Yeah, he had some pipes on him for sure. I love Tom Jones. I love Tom Jones and Mars Attacks. He's great in that movie. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but I will say I'm a huge fan of Cabaret, so I, I kind of like stuff like this. I, I love. No, the, no, uh, I get it. Yeah, I love Liza Minnelli. I love uh, Liza Minnelli. Liza Minnelli. I, like, yeah. I, I like the way she sings. I, I like. It's, I think it's this. Um, there are some I do like. This this is just not my style. You know what right, I mean? Right. Yeah. This is kind of like this is this kind of like a part of like an epic back in like the twenties or the forties, not twenties, the forties or the uh, the fifties. Yeah, something that was directed by like Cecil B. DeMille or some shit. Right. Where it's like this grand Sorry, fucking, fucking Humphrey thing. Bogart and yeah, <laughs> and yeah oh, you know. somebody. But Humphrey couldn't sing because he smoked too many fucking cigarettes. So his fucking voice is all fucked up. But, but yeah, it's it's just, it's one of those epic, kind of has it has an old school epic feel. And uh, I kind of like that sometimes, and I really don't like it sometimes. You know, it's yeah, just a, it's a roll the dice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's got to be the right mood for it, and all all sorts of things. Yeah, agreed. And it, it's kind of like when I like 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 I was saying before with cabaret, it moves really quickly too. It's not like a slow paced. Uh, sort of singing, it's it's a lot more faster, but it's got that same vibe to it. But I, I like it more because it's, it's sort of more fast paced right. than that. I but respect that's... the uh, the instrument that is Streisand's face. The uh, art, yeah, it puts out it puts out some great tones that I would never in a million years be able to dream of hitting or uh, sustaining. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think she puts here out comes some... the clowns. It's, she has a very distinct <laughs> yeah. style that 
is always been kind of off-putting to me. I've never really been a big I, fan I, of her voice. I completely agree. But, <laughs> but I, you know, she is a she's an absolute. I, like my, I, I still remember watching the Saturday Night Live. You know, where Mike Myers would they'd all dress like Barbara oh, yeah. Streisand oh, fans, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. she comes on and he's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and I just remember, like, you know, that was like a huge fucking thing. Like my parents thought that was just amazing. You know, like Barbara's an icon. You can't think and fucking Neil no, Diamond, dude, he's no fucking schmuck either. He's <laughs> no, icon as well. Yeah, agree. I yeah. totally agree with that. So it's it's a it's it's a great song. It's not really my style, but it man, it's it, I'm glad she picked it because I've never heard it before ever. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I haven't. My mind it. hasn't crossed either one of those two people in a long time. So forever. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> forever. Forever. <laughs> Killing me, Smalls. <laughs> Killing me. But yeah, yeah. That so that was the that's my mom's final pick and love you, mom. You know, I, that was fun. That's awesome. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike, mom. Appreciate it. Awesome choices. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jay, you're up, man. Yeah, I got the I got the one that we're all gonna love here. Um, it's my mom's pick, my last my last pick for my mom. Fleetwood Max, the chain. <laughs> you fucking got it. Oh yes. <laughs> Max the Chain. Uh, I my would, favorite song from them, it, I will say. In my opinion, the one of the probably the best breakup songs of all time. Insane. Because yeah. they were all fucking each other and breaking up the whole time they wrote the record. <laughs> and you yeah. can pick up on this when they play this song live, the video of them playing yeah, live. So live well. Video, you can see, yeah, oh. Lee Buckingham and Steve Nick look at each other every once in a while. It's like, mm -hmm. God damn it, what a fucking. They, the harmonies are killer. Everything's, nothing, nothing breaks. The beat never breaks, but you can see they fucking oh, the really hate each and other. The passion and the fucking. <laughs> yeah. And poor Mick stuck in the middle of all this shit. Yeah, like, what the fuck right. is going on up there, boys? And, and John McVie, too. Like, really, I mean, John Granted, he was fucking everyone too. <laughs> Except his sister, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, wait Mick, Mick was. Wait, oh yeah, Mick was just like, can everyone keep their dick in their pants? Like, what's going on here, man? <laughs> You're ruining our band. Right when Mick right. Fleetwood's the fucking you know one you look to for guidance, man. That's a, oh, <laughs> that guy's <man>. crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, th th this is I. It's I don't know if it's I think Rihanna is probably my favorite. But this is like oh, a close yeah. second for me, man. Yeah, I, I love this. And, you know, the, I, I want to say real fast, recently I've been listening to more old school Fleetwood Mac, and Peter Green shit is fucking incredible. If y'all haven't yeah, really... Peter Green shit's really good to you. Yeah, it blew me away. But it's it's just... Fleetwood Mac's history is fucking insane. It's so... Mm. It's it's just so interesting to me, man. The creation of this song, apparently the ending bass line was written first. And oh. they, oh, okay. they try to figure out a way to get to that point. And like they spliced together a song of Christine's called Keep Me There and um, one of Nixon Buckingham's old songs, Lola, that they didn't release and just kind of spliced it together that way. So like due to the way it was 
due to due to the nature of the of the way that was recorded, the drums and guitar were the only instruments recorded in each other's company. So like everything else wow. was recorded separately. It's crazy. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, it's whoa, whoa, whoa. Truly, uh, yeah, it's truly musician work, magic work there. Yeah, sure. uh, the whole album rumors. It's you know, yeah, rumors the is album. Yeah. yeah, the rumors is one of the fucking greatest albums of all time. <laughs> it always reminds yeah. me of the Fly of the Concord sign talking about Fleetwood Mac and like, oh, they all sleep with each other. And he's like, oh, rumors. He's like, no, it's all true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, so it's like this. Apparently, this is everyone on the album is credited to it because it was recorded in so many different times. Like it's pretty crazy. That's wow. nuts. Because you know, it's usually like a Nick's Buckingham way. song or McVie song, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. Wow, I didn't know that about the the end. That ending baseline is so. Good, it's the dude. best. Oh, it's yeah. so good. I love it. Oh, it's amazing, dude. Yeah. Uh, I've listened to this song my entire life. I've listened to this album my Damn. entire life, and I I still enjoy listening to it. And there's very 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 few albums that I can say that about. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Great pig, man. Great fucking song. And yeah. your mom is the best. <laughs> yeah, she's a jam, dude. That is so good. Such a good choice. It's a, it's a song that gives me chills every Not time. Not to display either one of our other moms. All the moms are the best. No, no, no. Moms are, course, moms are all the best. Moms are all, all the best. Moms are the best. I agree. All equally uh, awesome, the best. It's a song that me and my mom actually listen to uh, very often uh, together. We listen to a lot of Fleetwood Mac together very often. So, I mean, it just, I knew... One of these songs, like Rihanna, would have to come up, you know, something like that would have to come up, you know. Uh, but um, this one came up, and I was very happy she brought it up because I was like, perfect. Uh, everybody has emotions, loves the chain. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes. anybody who's a human <laughs> loves the chain. That's a yes. great fucking track. And it speaks to oh, everybody. Yeah, sure. Everybody. So we can, it could, it could be romance. It could be, uh, you know, in a, uh, a relationship with a man and woman, or you could, uh, somehow have some sort of, uh, diversity in your family relationship and you can break that chain. I mean, it's just a lot of it. It, it talks a lot of things. And, uh, I, this is one of the best songs I've ever made in my opinion. Agreed. So. Agreed. It's yeah, so for good. Sure, man. It's so good. And that's, I, I can't believe, well, I can't believe that. Well, no, I can't believe how well you held it in when I was talking about Fleetwood Mac earlier. Yeah, you had I that, tried. Like, maybe. You had that in your back pocket, yeah, and yep. you did not show your cards, dude. It that was, was awesome. <laughs> really hard, really yeah. Well done. Oh, man. Love well will keep us together. <laughs> yes. Running in the channels. <laughs> Very sick. And hopefully one day on the show we'll talk about some Fleetwood Mac albums and uh, – Oh, yeah, I'm just gonna have to yeah, I'm totally down. Their history we'll, for sure. I'm down. We could spend hours talking about, <sighs> oh. yeah, could do like it. like exactly. months worth of episodes doing Fleetwood yeah. Mac shit. <laughs> There's enough <laughs> actual material there to for it to. Like. I mean, Tusk is like a double EP. It's a huge yeah. album. It's a big it's album. So, nuts. yeah, a lot there to talk about. <laughs> yeah, but I like I love to talk about like uh, Buckingham and uh, Nicks. That's a great album too. It's like one album. Oh, it's yeah. one EP or it's a great fucking EP. So, you I know, know what I kills me is I, I had a chance. In... Oh, go ahead, buddy. No, no, you're good, bud. Go ahead. Uh, so I had a chance to see Buckingham, and it kind of drives me crazy that I didn't go. Uh, I may have had a chance to see Fleetwood, but I can't remember when it was. And I think when I saw it was too expensive. And then when Buckingham just by himself was touring, he wanted like 75 for general admission. And I was like, fuck you. 
Ah, fuck, man. No, I'm but not. But I would do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't I think I had $75 to my name at the time. So. Right. And <laughs> I, I had Mike is talking about going to fucking Pantera and see, going to like for like the $75 t- seats. They're like, they're like way up in those bleeds, but like, I, I, we think it's worth it. So. But just to, yeah, just in that, I don't want to blow a lot of money if it does suck. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Which yeah. I don't, really, I've been listening yeah. to some videos. It's been sounding really good, too. I don't expect it to, but you know. I don't want to shell on the cash just in case it did. Maybe Phil's having an off night, right. you know, like a heroin right. night. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, fuck, fucking love Fleetwood. We, we, we should definitely do some episodes. Yeah, on them I would the love future. to do. I would love to do an episode on it, dude. My mom uh, has, the, has an original copy of uh, of, uh, of Nick's and. Oh, I'm sorry. Awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah, the, the original copy of Nick's and uh, uh, what's his name? Buckingham. Fucking him. Fucking him, yeah. He's a real copy of that shit. It's crazy. I know. I regret I saw a used copy of that at Waterloo Records and it was like 60 something dollars. And I just, I, I forgot. Oh, I bought Tool Saliable that day. That's why. <laughs> my, <laughs> it, my was mom, 10, it was $10 uh, cheaper, but I was like, man, I, and I never really listened to it. So I didn't really know. Yeah, yeah. So my, my mom told me. What other album did like if it was a if it was a quiz like an open ended quiz what did Mike actually walk out of the store with? <laughs> <Tool>? <laughs> no question. A, B, or C. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but my mom and they will all at, probably um, be Tool. <laughs> they would all be, yeah, of course I would know it. Uh, they, uh, but uh, my mom used to work at Randall's. She was a um uh, uh, uh she was a um what did they call her back then? They they, they she was like a, the number one scanner basically. She like. Scan is most the, the most groceries. Yeah, but they called it the number one. Sc- she got an award and shit too for it. But like, oh, it's the number uh, one scanner. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she had there was a. Uh, she told me the whole story too. She remembered all of it. But like, she went to um there were in the strip center where she worked at Randall's. Uh, it was a record store. And she bought that album for like fifteen dollars, twenty bucks, whatever at the time. So yeah, Jesus. yeah. Even at that time, it was pretty That's old. Awesome. And- Expensive, but yeah, she's a lot of the records she has that she's given me. She remembers a lot of those uh, times she bought those records, which is really cool to get this sort That's of fun. Badass, yeah, yeah. But really sorry, cool. Tron. No, 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 no reason to apologize. There's more than enough to talk about on that for sure. Uh, yeah, right. And I'm sure, like you said, we'll probably end up doing an episode just yep. on Fleetwood Mac. But uh, my mom's my last... mom too. Oh, that'd be great, dude. I'm sure she has some input. Like you said, she's got some photos. Yeah. Would be sick to see. Um, uh, so my mom's last choice is a Brazilian song, which Whoa. I didn't know about, and she was singing to me with my aunt on Facetime when I brought up this whole thing to begin with, which I thought was awesome. Uh, while she was in Houston, and um, the song is called uh, by Elise Regina, and the song is called "Ubebado e Equilibrista," and what that means in English is the drunk and the tightrope walker. I like it. <laughs> it's crazy. Someone's dying. Someone <laughs> Someone's going to die. Someone got him. Estrela fria, um brilho de alu que é o que nuvens lá no mata morrendo. 
so yeah that's an absolutely beautiful sounding song uh i'm definitely adding it to something i'm gonna listen to for sure um the song apparently is uh lyrics are beautiful to it it was originally written in 1979 by joao bosco and so this is a cover of that song that took place i don't think very long afterwards uh maybe 80s she covered it uh yeah, that's okay. Elise, Elise Regina and uh the lyrics are nuts like it's night was falling like a viaduct and the drunkard wearing the morning of reminded me of Carly or Charlie Chaplin which is funny that's, oh, that's cool <laughs> yeah uh, and there's a lot of it goes on and just being the shortness of life it's it's just man all of the words in there seem like they're extremely uh passionate and emotional well written just beautiful I need to, voice gorgeous voice um yeah. caught me by surprise actually the start of it sounds very french and traditional brazilian music loves to use that like accordion style instrument right uh, that just sounds like that beautiful. yeah i love the tempo of it. it's a beautiful song in a boat I, in venice or whatever the, what are those boats called in venice damn it uh the gone oh, gone what is it gondola Yes. Gondola. Yes. Gondola. Yes. 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 Nailed it. <laughs> That's it. It does seem like a slow, peaceful, but the song, everything about it is just depressing as hell. Jesus. Like, yeah, no, the lyrics sound the best song, dude. I love the title. Yeah, that's true. The most like art is fucking sad, and usually that's the best art. <laughs> we, just, we just listen to a sad song. I mean, like, I mean, like, right. yeah, this is, yeah, it works. Man, yeah, that's it's uh, that's insane. It's about Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> for the most and, part. I mean, Charlie Chaplin had a pretty, especially towards the end too. I mean, it's a pretty sad ending. I mean, yeah, it's nothing, nothing like the movie shows you or or, or adapts. But like, he had a pretty. It's kind of a bummer. It's kind of like you know, um, sounds this might sound obscure, but like even like the Three Stooges, you know, they have this sort of like this goofy show or whatever. But like, it's a, everybody has a very sad life. You know, yeah, yeah. And that's a, that's that. Those are those masks, right? Uh, for for drama, you have the the happy mask and the sad mask. I mean, it's very right. much it's sort of similar. To that. It's yeah. very it's a duality of man. It's a duality sure of man. You could go from sunglasses at night to this uh, really depressing <laughs> song. It's something that uh, my mom's music taste is fucking always surprised me, man. Like she loves traditional Brazilian music to newer Brazilian music to like rap that's on the radio now to. 90s grunge like religiously listened to uh pearl jam and i mean she took me to my first concert ever right when i told you guys when i was 11 like to yeah. lollapalooza metallica's black yeah. album soundgarden super unknown ramones rancid rage against the machine all that fucking shit like killer she got me my first guitar from eddie vetter which was fucking nuts like wow, that's nice that's yeah nice, yeah yeah, like everything, if it wasn't for her, there's no way in hell I would be as passionate about music as I currently am. So for me, right. it was like a super cool thing to do three songs. That, and I feel like it kind of does catalog the craziness of her music taste to go from like a very extremely Canadian 80s song to like a 90s <laughs> grudge song to an extremely traditional Brazilian song. It's Which all is, over the app. And I loved every one of them. <laughs> yeah, me too. too. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, and and to, to, add on to, what, uh, to add on to what Jeremy was saying, I think while we were under the song, hilariously enough, all three of our moms picked songs that were right around that like mid to late 70s era that's kind of slow yeah. and jamming. Yeah, and yeah. I think they were all feeling some mom-type shit around that era, man. And that <laughs> it, it locked in, and we got to see that, that that's, of course, you know, last for life kind of song. Damn straight. 
<laughs> and I mean, yeah. and for, I, I, I love everything about that era as well. I mean, that was just, a, you know, like a melting pot of just the best. I mean, I still listen to that era more than anything else. Seriously. That's except, great. Except maybe the 90s, but definitely it's always 60s and 70s for me. I love that shit. Yeah. Uh, modern modern rock for me is just something that's incredible. I, I think yeah. the movement, the everything about it, uh, contemporary, every, honestly. It's, isn't it interesting that, like, you know, we, we go from, like, uh, <clears throat> How many how many years were we in Vietnam? We we're in there for about six years, right? Seven, uh, from six, like, seven, something like that. Yeah. Okay, but the, we 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 come out with these um, incredibly emotional songs about talking about feelings and whatnot, and we have these man, we have these 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 soldiers coming out uh, with shell shock and everything, and it's like talking and like and basically addicted like to heroin, fuck your feelings yeah. and yeah, get addicted to heroin and all stuff. It's huh. a very interesting time where like all these feelings were coming out at the time, you know, like, fuck you, your, your baby killers. We have people that actually well, like, have like sympathy. The, at the end of the sixties was the end of the happiness, you know, like the seventies right. were really, yeah. the sixties were really dark too, of course. I agreed. I, I agree. I uh, think that's why disco took off so heavy in the set uh, other than cocaine is just because everybody <laughs> wanted like a more uplifting kind of, yes. Of yep. Cocaine fuels the orgies. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I yeah. just, it's just like it's it, it was an incredible time time period uh, where we have all these incredible different emotions and these different uh, uh, yeah. sort of you know this sort of uh, followings and and all all these sort of things all these all these a lot of uh, a lot of um, uh, uh, people in the streets fucking fighting against fucking establishments and a lot and of experimental too we got experimental through a lot of the the drugs we got progressive rock and psychedelic out of the time the birth of psychedelic rock which is incredible which is my that, shit. Mine too. Yeah, Progressive mine too. and yeah. psychedelic. I think all of our favorites. The yeah. King Crimson yeah, came have, out. We, the Pink have, Floyds came out. And yeah. Right. Pink Floyd. We have. We have. Zeppelin. Yes. We have. We have Zeppelin. Doors. We have. Uh, uh, we have. Uh, what's 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 it called? Uh, EO. Uh, uh, ELO. Yeah. ELO. ELO. We also have uh, Electric. Uh, um, Southern Palmer. Right. I forget what the fucking name. Emerson is. Lakes uh, and Palmer. Emerson Lake and Palmer. Yeah. yeah. Emerson Lake and Palmer. Thank, thank you for that, Mike. Holy shit, take my ass on that one. You have Emerson, Lake, and Palmer and shit like that. You have dudes from Emerson, Lake, and Palmer doing shit about like fucking plants, music about plants that are like, yeah. Yeah. shit, which yeah. is crazy. I mean, fucking Rush did a song about trees. <laughs> I love trees, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And about the Hobbit, and about Nick, and about the Hobbit, and about uh, the Hobbit, and yeah. also hair. Also about hair too. I'm going bald, you know, shit like that. Or uh, about... a lot of music was about uh, Lord of the Rings. I, I mean, fucking Led Zeppelin. Half yeah, of their songs well, were got, about fucking. Why <laughs> I hear the best one is definitely by Rush. That's just me. It's my pain. Necronomic. The Necro, uh, Necromancer is one of the greatest fucking Lord of the Rings songs of all time. But we'll get this more time, brother. But <laughs> I mean, we really were here as a society that we never lived through. We live and, in a society. Yeah. <laughs> we live in a society. Uh, but this society that is at the time is an incredible burst of all kinds of crazy feelings. And um, you know, I've never heard too much about this stuff from my mom or my dad. You know, my my uh, my parents are born in the uh, the mid '60s, so um, and they were fairly young at the time. So, uh, but uh, never really listened to too much about how it was. They weren't really too much talking about the government. Or any of that stuff, but it was just music stuff, you know, mostly. Yeah. Uh, and then, and um, I don't think I ever really got taught about lyrics until I was probably in my teens, like twelve to sixteen. That's when my mom and my dad started talking about lyrics, and you know, even from the older tracks and stuff like that. that was pretty important to me. That's where I started learning about, like, you know, uh, songs are more important than just the sounds. Yeah, this same. Is important. It has something that has, has a meaning to it, and that's what's important about it. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, right, but it's I was very obsessed important. with lyrics. I was like kind of the backwards type man. I was, but my dad was an English major, so like I loved like the wording yeah, and everything right. behind it all, you know. And then they fucking were musicians, <laughs> <laughs> and they were fucking. Right. <laughs> I, and and they were fucking. Were fucking, were fucking God it. damn it! Like <laughs> we're almost at the finish line. She's not gonna listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking that my mom won't either, but I don't know for sure. <laughs> right. Better safe than sorry. Yes. Um, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry, moms. I'm sorry I said plowing a field of dicks earlier. Uh, there's a lot of things <laughs> I regret saying in this podcast. It's, it's imagery. <laughs> I, I just, I, I find it that um, kind of what Tron said before, um, you know, the mom is always the person that shows you just the first interest. And uh, I think I got pretty interested in stuff with my mom first, and then my dad came along with that, and they both sort of like you know balanced that. But mom was my mom was always the person who tried to you know, you know she first got me into the, like really serious uh, into movies seriously and music seriously. Yeah. And then my dad sort of came along with that too, because you know it's your dad, whatever you know you're gonna get into shit your dad likes to, but like but your mom will be there to, to kind of sort of explain things, why it's good. You know, what do you think about this? Let's talk yeah. about it. At least my mom was, at least. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it was it, it an interesting time, and um, I'm really glad that uh, we got to sit down here and talk about three of our mom's favorite favorite songs, and it's really fucking cool. Yeah, very awesome. Uh, Important. I, I thought it was a very awesome idea, Jeremy, putting this together. Uh, I agree. Super cool question to ask the moms, right? Like, <laughs> I think they're kind of stoked on it a little bit. And I knew my mom would immediately be like, oh, yeah, like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, here I we go. Oh, cool, cool. quickly she responded, too. That's awesome. <laughs> I, have a, I had a little notepad, I, 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 like, a, like a little report of my mom. Like, mom, so what, what are your favorite three favorite songs? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about how that Sick makes you feel. Have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> have a seat. Lay down. Lay down. <laughs> Take some time. <laughs> Minus the fedora and plus the fucking, you know, uh, the beer, the tall beer. So, but yeah, I'm all there for it. But, like, yeah, it was really cool. And she was you know it, it's just interesting because i think um uh, doing more things like this is are really sort of fun and interesting and it's a, sort of a deep dive into like sure how was it you know it's really mm -hmm. fun so yeah anyways yeah right i think i agree it, this is a great idea and a, a fucking great episode i've walked out of here i want you to and chris i want you to send me that last pick of your mom's too i want to listen to it and cry so give me a call yeah, I, <laughs> and i want you, i want you guys to all send me all the lists heavy. tonight after we get off here so we can oh so i, I can for sure. put everything together so Go uh, but um i love you too and uh, uh thank you to all the moms out there and thank you especially specifically to our moms and uh thanks everybody for listening to the show we appreciate it. Hope again. We hope you had a great holiday, several holidays, and got had had a great time. Had a lot of fun with family. Ate a lot of fucking food. Yep. And um, oh yeah. Hope we took a it's, we took us the last Sunday off because you know we're all knew we we're gonna get fucking trashed, which we I did for sure. Yeah. And um, had fun with family and stuff like that. And uh, we will be back on you know a regular schedule. But uh, thank you so much, guys, for everything. Happy New Year. And uh, yeah. That's it. So any, anything else you guys had to say before we get off here? Nah, just that, man. Happy New Year. Look forward to doing another you at you boys. And it's been a hell of a ride, and it will continue to be. Yep, man. Don't be a piece of shit. Don't be a piece <laughs> of shit. Piece of shit. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next time. Later.
mar como outra qualquer do planeta Maria, Maria é o som, é a cor, é o suor É uma dose mais forte, lenta De uma gente que ri quando deve chorar E não vive apenas a coisa 